Monster Podcast with Victor. And uh, Marissa. Mikhail. And I'm Marissa McHale. And today we are here to discuss season one of episode 11 of Dexter. That's the show. That is the show. (laughs) Um, We have a lot of stuff to get through. So we're going to go through it quick. First, there's a question a lot of people were asking. Uh Uh-oh. And they want your answer to it. Okay. I'm ready. (laughs) What does this say? Laurel. Laurel. Yanny. So you're saying it wrong. Okay. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Um, if I've taught you anything about television, yeah, what episode is this? The penultimate. Wow. Yes. Wow. You're really good at this. Thanks. Okay. Um, we're releasing episodes on Tuesday starting next season. Yeah. But next week, we're going to be releasing epi- the finale on Wednesday. We don't work holidays here at the Digging Dexter. We don't. No. Nope. Our... Our good friend Lindsay, photo love, just fired our entire staff. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to need a little time to regroup. To regroup. And so next week, our episode will be coming out on Wednesday, our finale of season one. And then after that, starting with season two, we're going to start coming out on Tuesdays. Yeah. Just makes our lives a hell of a lot easier. Um, so, and I guess we'll talk about this after the break. But let me stop here because I wonder if we're on the same page at all. Do you have anything before we get into the episode? No? Okay. (laughs) Uh, We watched Safe this week. Yes. And we did knock out all eight episodes. Yes. I don't think it's something podcast binge worthy. Like it's binge worthy. It's not podcast worthy. What do you mean? Like because everything you know in episode two doesn't matter in episode eight. Right. So kind of like and it's the same beat kind of carries the entire. You know what I mean? It's, It's a big whodunit. And I just, how can you, you know, how many times are you going to predict who it was? Yeah. And we know who, like, you know what I mean? Just like a goose chase. Yeah. And yeah. So it's not, I don't think it's podcast worthy. Um, and I mean, there's no, de- there's no connection to Dexter. No. Just besides, yeah, the besides him. Yeah. You know, um, but we'll talk about the show a little bit af- after the break. I guess we get into the episode because I think, I feel like it's going to be a long one. Oh, okay. But this was, now that we are getting into it, what did you think about this episode? Prime, primer thoughts. Primer thoughts. Um, I was looking forward to this episode. Obviously, with only two left, we know now that... A lot of questions to be answered. Yeah, exactly. And everyone is going to find out you know, who the Ice Truck Killer is. And for me... I don't even know if I know that there's obviously eight seasons and there's going to be eight. I'm assuming like serial killers or main people that we deal with. Okay. Um. So I guess for me, it's going to be interesting to find out how that all like unfolds. Right. Um. And then, and we're obviously going to get into it. But I was, I know I've already told you this. I was just so surprised that Rudy is the one that told Deb himself. <laughs> I was just you actually not... didn't tell me that. Oh, I didn't. I don't think so. Well, I I try to keep I try to keep stuff from you, but um, what else are you keeping from me? Don't worry about it. <laughs> but um, I was so surprised that Rudy 
found out uh, that that he told uh, Deb himself because in my head I was like okay Dexter's obviously gonna find out he's gonna go to Deb Deb's not gonna believe him like in my head I already knew what was gonna happen kind of thing like I was jumping to conclusions so for me it totally took me down a different path but like I was like oh like I was really excited that I was wrong you know that's interesting because again the whole dynamic we have of the podcast I think we have to start introducing it every time we start out because sometimes people randomly will pick up an episode and they'll be like She's. She, why doesn't she know what everyone else knows? Okay. Yeah, you know. So obviously, uh, Marissa has never seen Dexter. Nope. I've I've seen Dexter quite a few times. So we're getting like a, a live first time watching yeah. thoughts. That's something that never occurred to me. Oh my god! I'm in my head. What? What? I I do remember. And this is going back to talking about how television works. Like usually you find out who it is in the final episode. Mm-hmm. And it was such a shock that you find out in episode seven or whatever, seven or eight. You find out who the ice truck killer is. Right. But it's funny because they tell you, and, and I'm sure we talked about it that episode, then you just have more questions. Yeah. Like, well, why is he? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's something I never even thought of that he's the one who ended up. Yeah. And I think her. that the big shock for me was finding out who he was that I was like, and we okay. still don't know who he is, by the way. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I mean, why? why? Oh, no, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But um, but we like that was like the big shock, obviously, of like who he is. But then um, it was another huge shock that like, oh, my God, he's he's the one confessing to Deb. Like, this is crazy. Like, I thought it was going to be a whole thing. Yeah. You know, she's so like blindly in love with him. But right. anyway, um, episode title. What does it mean to you? Because there's two or three things that what doing this podcast made me realize totally completely different stuff so to be honest i did not even i i knew the episode title i did not even think about ways that they're that they so yeah. now that you know let's talk it out truth be told yeah the name of the episode right rudy tells the truth uh-huh we'll That's get there one. we'll okay. get there because i've always knew this episode was truth be told and i always assumed it was but it's also for something else the same thing with seeing red and you realize also there's more red in this episode than there was in seeing red. Yeah, there's Besides, a lot. Like, if you take out the blood, like, I, I guess I meant the lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and and Dexter will do funny things sometimes with the episode titles, kind of how it has, like, I imagine that must be a fun job, hard job, but fun, naming some of these episode yeah. titles. Um, next week is kind of, I like when they have, like, a few meanings in one, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, how did we, how did we separate the things this week i think we did read it oh, and then we were kind of saving all of the other stuff for okay so um so interesting fact if we're uh, ahead, we're gonna start off with rita and paul i'm assuming uh, right? okay right oh, that's yeah. fine um so watching the second season of 13 reasons why okay and again i'm brand new to dexter so i don't know any of this paul is totally one of the kids fathers oh no way and so weird he plays a cop uh, and I was funny. like, I was like looking down at something and I heard his voice and I was like, oh, like, oh my God. And then I look up and it's Paul who looks exactly the same, same yeah. haircut and everything. Um, but as a cop, I'm like, whoa, that's yeah, weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool, I thought. So we have a trip to California at the end of July. And I think one of the, we have to watch uh, um, The Big Lebowski. Okay. Takes place in California. I forgot what scene I want to, I want to find, but Paul is one of the thugs in so the funny. big Lebowski and I think he's a lot skinnier I think he's like I think I think you said he looks the same that's what made me think of it yeah because I remember seeing him in the big Lebowski and he's like super skinny but still broad uh-huh. and everything but like you know yeah um and that was 11 years before Dexter and you're watching something that's 12 years later after yeah um 
Well, I guess this is where I was going to say this is the other side of the episode title, Truth Be Told, because Rita makes Paul mm. tell the truth to the kids. Yeah. I always thought Truth Be Told for Rudy, yeah. Jeff, and Dexter. And yeah. it's like, and now it's the time I was like, oh my God, there's also this going on, you know? Um, the kids are upset with Rita because Paul isn't there anymore. And as we remember last episode, Paul got kind of set up by Dexter. Yeah. Three strikes, goes back to jail. Um <laughs> I'm surprised the kids would have this strong, Cody especially, would have yeah. this strong of a connection to Paul. Because how old is Cody here? Five, mm, six, seven? Maybe like six or seven, yeah. The, he had to be in jail for like four years of his life. Right. I, I don't remember the terms of how long Paul's been in jail, but it had to be a while. The only thing that I can think of, um, and my nephew is younger than them, but also like he, he will love you one day that we see him then he'll love me and like you know like they get i feel like they they get attached easily and they like forget easily too and also if you think about it paul would only do fun stuff with them but he only did fun stuff for like a week it seems like yeah but still a if you're like weeks. the coolest couple weeks of your life and I, I he was taking them to the circus giving them ice cream I, like I, I, letting I, them stay up late you know i'm not i'm not downplaying how a kid can you know yeah give them some sugar and they're yours forever but you know, there's like a dad element. At least the show's playing with. And again, uh, um, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. So we see that Cody goes missing and we come to find out because it was his day, their day to go to, to the park. Paul. Um, there's a lot, and I have it here, I have again Dexter being a little kid. I think there's a lot in the main plot of Dexter being, you know, we, we've, we've far surpassed Dexter doesn't have emotions. This is the only episode you ever need to watch to like prove that wrong yeah. with how frantic he is. But... Dexter's looking at Cody and Dexter's going through all this crazy stuff of all these memories coming back and all that. And he, he stares at Cody and he's like, you know, I wish I could run away like him. Um, that's like a very little kid. Yeah. And it's funny because like, you know, are you ever sometimes at work and you're just like, God, I wish I was that little kid. No responsibilities. Oh, definitely. I'm, you know, he's going to go home and take a nap. Yeah. Um, but Dexter, Dexter wants to be like him so he could be like a little kid. You know what yeah. I mean? It's funny. Um, Dexter here enlightens Rita that he's protecting Paul and not necessarily the kids. Um, this is one of the first times like on this show so far where, between Dexter and Rita where this feels like a legitimate fight. Uh, yeah. Um, that, that's the wrong way to put it. Um, there was tension. A worthy... You know what? A f uh, an argument that could happen like... Anyone could have that argument. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's not going to be an argument. The way that Dexter and Deb didn't get along because Rudy was... That's like a devilish plot and everything. And, you know, Deb, after being alive for how long she... She knows how her brother is. Yeah. That seems, but this here, it's like, you know... And it kind of takes... Like, it's probably a hard job for Dexter to be like, you're not you're not protecting your kids. But imagine how, like, Rita feels. Like, yeah. you do anything. But you're yeah. doing... I don't want to say the wrong thing, you know? Um... And I guess it takes like a stable and strong relationship for Dexter to say that. Yeah. Because how could it not feel like he's attacking her? Right. You know? It's almost like one of the most mature conversations that we've seen in their relationship. I, 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 I guess. I guess know? that's that's maybe more what I was going for. It's one of the. It's one of the most real yeah. and mature. Yeah. It's not something stupid yeah. and, and whatever you know. Um, and it's funny because like it is Rita's job to protect the kids, but. Like Dexter said, he's covering, totally covering for Paul. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Rita goes to see Paul in jail. 
and <laughs> we both know how much uh, of an asshole Paul is. Yeah. And we know how close he was to probably repeating everything again. Right. I mean, he literally, if Vrita didn't have that bat, you know, Definitely. same thing would have happened again. But in terms of fairness, has to suck for Paul, right? I, and I, I say this in all capital letters, almost <laughs> feel bad for him. I mean, it ha- like, you know, like, yeah. hey, you did something wrong. You deserve to go to, you know, I imagine whatever, like at some point you have to accept it for yourself. But here he legit didn't. I know. It's like when Rita said, um, you know, you have to tell the kids how you got here. And he said, like, I don't even know how I got here. <laughs> yeah. And and he's telling the truth. That's like what's crazy, you know, about the whole thing. Um, but it's just like what you said. If, you know, he didn't get here from Dexter, he would have been. He was going to be there. here eventually. Yeah, exactly. You definitely. know, it would have taken another episode or yeah. two. And let's not pretend like, <laughs> you know, how what his, what his plan was wasn't it, fucking absolutely devilish. Yeah. You know? In my head, I was like, oh, my God, like, this is like pretty terrible. I feel so. And then I was like, wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, like, yeah. whoa, pump yeah. the brakes. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> when Paul says, I fought so hard to get those kids. Yeah. If we go through what he's done to get those kids. I know. <laughs> it's Nothing. so awful. Well, it's try to rape Rita and then frame her for assault. Yeah. <laughs> like he fought so hard. I'm so done with Paul. Like, uh, yeah. Out of my life. <laughs> like all of it. Uh, um, But you know, <laughs> good for, for Paul or I guess Rita to make Paul. I don't even know. I don't, I don't know what the conversation he has with the kids. I don't, I don't remember it. Yeah. Um, But. And we Mm -hmm. don't have children, so it's hard for us to give any sort of advice on that. Sure. But at the same time, I think that they're going to have to find out eventually. Of course. You know, so me, like, you know, and again, everyone's going to have a difference of opinion, but I kind of thought it was like, not cool, but for lack of a better word, it was, you know, interesting that they're they're just being open and honest with it. You know, they're not trying to lie. They're not trying to sugarcoat it. And... You know, the kids can take from it what they right. what they want to, you know. And it's funny because it's like, it's like a decent, when I say decent, it's like a worthy storyline. Mm-hmm. But then when Paul says, I fought so hard. I like, know, <laughs> I know. Like, you know. Uh, anyways, that kind of wraps up their storyline. If you got anything else nope. before. So this is the majority of, of this storyline. Um, I wonder how often we're going to be doing this where it's like two minutes on this. I know. The show's called Dexter. <laughs> and something this show gets a knock on. And, you know, I think we are, we are kind of experiencing it already. Side characters, no one matters. Yeah. No one matters except Dexter and anyone who's surrounding Dexter. Uh, like, Rita, kind of, like, you know, there's a little bit here. But anyways, uh, our episode starts out with a lot of red, like we said, from seeing red. Yep. Dexter's hell. So in the beginning of the episode, Dexter says, you know, if there's a hell, I'm living it. Or something mm-hmm. close to that. Yes. And... You know, if you think about what he's saying, he has a memory he can't figure out. That's, I think, again, like little kid ideology. Yeah. Like, my hell is I didn't do my homework. And I'm in hell and this is the worst possible place it could be. Like, Like, so dramatic. Like, you know how many other... You know know who's in hell right now? Batista. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that guy's in hell. Like, again, what what is hell? We're not going to talk about that. But, like, Dexter has a a memory in his head he can't get out. Right. This is hell. (laughs) How old do you think Dexter is? Well, 
No. Well, hold on. I, I have it later in my notes, but that's oh, okay. I, it's ironic you asked. Yeah. 10-3, we come to find out, is the day. Oh, that's right. 1973. Yeah. Okay. I was three years old. He Dexter's was... 36. Okay. It gets established this episode. Okay. Um, when his actual birthday is, I don't remember. Right. But if he was three on October 3rd, we can, you know. Okay. Um, Does he say he was three or no? You just. Camilla tells him. Okay. There's a three-year-old boy in that. Okay. Oh, either Camilla tells him or he says it. I, okay. I'm three years old. I, I just didn't catch up on it. Yeah. Yeah. So Dexter's 36. Okay. Um, Yeah. Which is funny because it's like, was he that supposed to be that old and six feet under? I got to go back and think about that because, you know, he six feet under ended a year before this. Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's not even... There's a lot of other stuff <laughs> to get into. Our episode starts out with the Batista investigation. Um, You know... It's the one time you finally have Masuka like not be a stand-up yeah, comic. Yeah, like, You know, our, our our coworker could die here. You know. Yeah. I love when they show South Beach on the show. Did you see it? Did no. You see, uh, when he goes to pick up Monique, the hooker. Yeah. Um. They do like the 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 yeah. And they just show South Beach, but then when they show the actual part, it's like not at all. Well, you know how no, you know it's not because there's no one there like. They handing out the cards and like come eat here, come eat here, <laughs> like you know. There's the the two for one dinner yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you know, you could throw out in in anywhere in television. If you want to fake South Beach, just put nylon uh, neon lights, right, and a restaurant and some sweaty looking people. <laughs> I and like then... yeah, it's South Beach, you know. Uh, um, not a nitpick as much as like a question, and I'm definitely I'm not asking you. I'm just more like the conversation. Do you think a prostitute or escort, whatever you want to, whatever her term is? Yep. Like, you think there's a market for someone like this with an amputee? Probably. I feel like there's probably a market for anything. Oh, yes. Oh, no. I, yes. Like, I know there's, you know, weird yeah. stuff out there. But. Like, someone calls must... up and says, hey, do you have someone without an arm? I think someone says. Uh, maybe. How How big could that whatever be i mean whatever right they they actually talk about it like hey what is yeah. it you, whatever yeah. um i just wonder like what your you know uh um a best <laughs> a basketball player who's 411 trying to be in the nba right right it's not like this i you know whatever it was just yeah. a question i was just kind of like huh that, those two things don't connect so prosthetics have come a really long way huh? <laughs> <laughs> like that arm is so it looks like a barbie arm it, does. it looks like that's all i was thinking because they kept like obviously showing close-ups of it and that's i was just so like funny. oh my gosh prosthetics have come such a long way uh-huh. since that the drawings rudy makes on her back yeah. It's like eerily creepy, does right? He, does she know that he's drawing on her... That's a great question because like, you or, would know if I was drawing on your back. Yeah, like, yeah, it, it seems. Or, before you see him drawing on her, yeah. it seems like he's like just like rubbing her yeah. back. But you would definitely tell the difference between sure, ink. Sure, sure. And, and then also at the same time, like, if you're drawing on my... Like, what? You know? And yeah. I, I mean, as she said, he's a freak. He's weird. He's this. So she knows he's a little out there. But like... Don't draw on me. Like, you know, I don't know. I think there's the, the idea of, you know, I paid for you for the night. Absolutely. So if I'm going to draw on you, I'm going to draw on you. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that, that's, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I know. Um, You're totally right. I just imagine, uh, yeah, who knows? But yeah. I like how like creepy it is and oh, yeah. how even further creepy it is when we get to Deb in a little bit. And especially bit. like for me, when I said like, like when they first show her laying down, I thought he was just rubbing her back. You know, right, she was right. like, oh, like that tickles, don't stop. And then when you like, when it the pans out and it's like, oh no, he's literally drawing how he's going to be <laughs> cutting your body up yeah, instead. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, uh, Rita calls Dexter while they're at the hospital for Batista. Um, the way Rita just wants to talk on the phone. Did you catch that at all? When she's just like, they're talking about the kids and talking about whatever. And she's like, I haven't told the kids yet. And he's like, about Batista? She's like, no, no, about Paul. And he's like, oh. And then there's just dead silence like this. I, yeah. That is why, that moment right there is why I hate talking on the phone. <laughs> like, just the like... The other day, I went through my my so recent uh, call log, and I called you at some point, and I was like, "What? Why did I call?" And then I was like, "Oh wait, never mind." I like, don't phone calls to be like, "Hey, did you pick up Creamer or yeah. milk or no?" I'm talking about just being like, so "No, what I know." Are you doing? <laughs> um, but Rita picks up on that too because then that She's awkward. Like, yeah, go be with you. Yeah, so she picks up on it too. So yeah, uh, we we. We learned that Batista's surgery is successful. It comes out whatnot. Um, you mentioned here how skinny Deb is. Yeah. The reason why I bring that up because I was looking. Um, God, and I forgot to write that. I, I guess I'll have to do it for next episode. Where where the books go? A majority of the book, the first book, is crammed into that first episode. Okay. And there's instead of the ice truck killer, it's the Tamiami slash killer or something. Okay. There's, there's minor differences here and there. But um, in the books, I never even realized this, Deb is like voluptuous. She's like Really? Thick. Yeah. And I totally forgot about that. Um, and it's just funny here how like Deb is, you know. She's so, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, She's so skinny and she wears like suits. Yeah. Like, yeah so she wears yeah. like layers. Like, yeah, could you imagine yeah. like her in a bathing suit? Yeah, and again, yeah. nothing wrong with nothing, you know, whatever. But she's just, she's really skinny. Yeah. Um, you know, Dexter walks away after this. And this is where we get a little Dokes Dexter confrontation. Yeah. If, if you want, if you want to say Dexter walking away after finding out Batista's surgery was successful is whatever you want to classify it as. Let's say let's say it's weird because Dokes comes out. He's like, you know, what are you doing? It's just as weird for Dokes to be noticing that. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, it's one thing for that, but him to yeah. follow and notice. I feel like maybe you do think it's weird. Maybe Dokes thinks it's weird that he's walking away. No one can like tell someone how to react, especially with something like that, like a close friend of yours or a coworker of yours that was in the hospital. Who's to say what, yeah. you know, and also who's to say that that didn't bring up some emotion that Dexter needs to like leave to of get course, some fresh air, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but when Dokes like called him out on it and then Dexter kind of stood up for himself in a little bit of a way, yeah. um, I definitely... I feel like Dokes always kind of throws these like low jabs at Dexter and Dexter never does anything. So I was kind of happy that Dexter like was just like super stern and was just like back off. And you could even see like when Dexter walks away, Dokes is just looking at him and like there was almost like like just like a level of respect, even if they don't like each other. You right. know what I mean? It was like finally like Dokes, you can't just like bully me this whole time. You I know? have it as like Dokes respects him. Did you say that? I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. Dokes respect finally yeah. like, like actual respect exactly, Dexter yeah. for finally fighting back. Right. Like, and it might've taken him being getting physical. Yeah. Cause his hand, like, you know, maybe he could take the jabs and everything, but like touching uh, yeah, like, and it's like, no. you know, Dokes always brings up, like, Dexter's emotions, but even Dexter saying, like, get your hands off me or whatever, like, that's, like, mm-hmm. showing an emotion. That's, like, right, showing right. something, you know? But I definitely felt the same way as you with, like, him, like, just, like, kind of, like, a different respect factor. They yeah. may not still like each other, but right. respect each other, definitely. Um, We switch over to Rudy Quick, who's <laughs> cutting up the body parts of, uh, of Monique. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and I think I pointed this out to you that the little Christmas carol. No, I pointed saved. it out to you. Excuse me? I pointed it out to you. Yeah, and thanks for trying to steal it though. That was that was real slick. <laughs> I've watched I've watched this episode God knows how many times. I never picked up that he's singing Deck the Halls with parts of bodies. So good. Um So morbid, my yeah. God. <laughs> I never realized again, there's a lot of stuff, this being one of them, I never realized. I never realized that the ring he gives to Dev is from Monique. Did you not realize that? Oh yeah, duh. Okay, <laughs> I never realized that till now. Yeah, and, and, and it made me feel dumb because how many times they show a close up of the ring? A million. Yeah, a million times they it's show so a close funny. up of the ring. And not a million. A hundred thousand. Okay. <laughs> um. So how insane is that? Like red light monitor that pops up when de- when he has someone at the front door. That yeah, like camera. Yeah. Um. So we recently went to Disney. And I haven't been to Disney as an adult in forever. Mm-hmm. So um, I know that we were doing this while we were up there. But like if we were like driving on the highway, we would just like pretend that we were like on a on a ride. And it's mm-hmm. like, let's just hyperspeed out of here right, and like right, just right. being silly. Mm-hmm. But um, but immediately when that like flashing went off, it literally felt so almost like cartoonish. Like, and then it's like you just see like Deb's face in yeah, red, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, who has that? That's yeah. insane. You know, when we get to the end huge plot holes no because we see we now see his kitchen when he carries monique i think her her name might be mona no it's monique okay i had to okay. look it up because okay. I, I didn't want to call her a prostitute or yeah, yeah 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 i wanted yeah. to like okay. you know humanize the Never woman mind. um but let me just say this in the video in this episode okay deb's been in yeah and we see that the the kitchen their fridge is right next to is commercialized yeah. industrial. Yeah. Did Deb never see that? Right. Or is she really that bad of a cop? Well, <laughs> we'll get there. that's we'll what get, he says. We'll so <laughs> I know, but no, no. You've been in my apartment. Yeah. Now, now we we live together. Yeah. I think I would notice an industrial grade. The first <laughs> refrigeration. The first in your day. Place. The first day you were in my apartment, you were looking in my AC closet. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. No. And I was like, "Wow, you're Snoopy. That's funny." And you're like, "Oh, you won't think it's funny for that long or something like that." Yes, you were literally in my AC closet. I'm just saying, you would if if there's anything that off about your place. Yeah. No, I know. And there's a window. Yeah. In there. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, Dexter goes to see Camilla in records. And Camilla kind of like stonewalls Dexter at first. Yeah. What are your thoughts here before we get to kind of like later when he has to go? I think that um, that she's just protecting Harry and protecting him. You know, she clearly knows everything that happened. She knows the whole story. And I think right. that she just says to Dexter, like, why bring it up? Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think that... For a lot of ways, we could all say that to Dexter. Why bring it up? Why do you want to know so bad? Just yeah. you had a father that loved you. You have a family that loved you. But if it happened to you, yeah, I could see it. Be, you know, feeling the same exact way that Dexter feels. Dexter says in the first episode, like um, a murder in in daylight. You know, kind of reminds you of like Disney. He goes Dahmerland. There's something he, the way. You know, I've only been in South Florida for three years. The way South Florida stages Christmas, when my entire life I'm used to like, and you know, a majority of people in America at least, Christmas is cold. It's like yeah. 30 degrees and this and that. And it feels, the season feels like, you know, you watch cartoons, everyone's not in shorts and, you know, they're in whatever. 
there's something so surreal about like the fake snow. Yeah. And everyone in short, like, you know, you know, but Deb's in a suit, but the other two, like, that's pretty South Florida. Yeah. Where around Christmas time, you could get away with a t shirt and jack, a t shirt and, and pants. Definitely. But you might also need, you know, a sweatshirt or a jacket or yeah. something. Um, it's something if it, and it, you know you have to live in select areas of America. I know I know we do have listeners worldwide which is crazy but you know of America it's the craziest thing. Did we go to the beach for Christmas or New Year's? New Year's. The, like you know how crazy that is? Yeah. It's insane. Have you ever um have you ever done the fake snow in Florida? No. No. So in West Palm there's um this area like this like big outdoor shopping center that uh-huh. does fake snow every half an hour. It's actually like soap suds. <laughs> and I went with my family and my nephew um and my family we are all very loud and literally we had dinner outside and every half an hour my mom's like screaming like oh look at the snow <laughs> and it's and, and and my mom is you know look at the snow look at the snow right. but also everyone uh, outside is like funny. screaming like it's snowing yeah, and then yeah. like all you have to do is look around and think this is so pathetic like it's soap <laughs> yeah. suds you know but i yeah fake I mean, you, cool. you gotta imagine a lot of people if um, you went to Washington D.C. recently, and it was snowing. Oh my god! That terrible. was the first time you saw snow since when? Um, I went to Massachusetts a few years ago and oh, saw okay, snow. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying. There's people. A lot of people. We, you know. Yeah. Um, they've never been out of South Florida. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's more like you've never seen snow. You've seen it on TV and yeah. everything, but experiencing it is a Ugh. whole different. Um, but just the whole christmas and that's what they're doing this episode and this episode was probably filmed in like july but they they hit the nail on the head yeah yeah Yeah. just the way like you know uh um yeah just funny um there's there's not a spoil this is not a spoiler better not be but there's a huge christmas scene in season seven and Mm. has a little bit to it so we see that rudy has displayed the body parts of monique quick question about the time frame because rudy puts deb out yeah which that was crazy by the way what that they're drinking wine he then offers her valium and she's just like oh having me helpless and he was like yep exactly like just to know this guy's a serial killer and he's drugging you and you're a cop well yeah yes uh (laughs) like just so the irony of all of that i I must have skipped it in my notes here but i think how i never again this is something i never put together he drugs deb intentionally definitely yeah so he can go put the body parts out yeah but she's laying in the bed like the same way monique was so which creepy is like fucking, yeah you know uh it's great how they do that oh like, yeah you know with the two and yeah it's kind of saying like you're next well i was also saying like rudy's just toying with you like yeah. you you might as well be a hooker to yeah. him like it, you're nothing like, you're just a uh, uh a cog in the machine definitely for everything yeah he's doing um but yeah it's, it's funny you know, and it's kind of cool, like the the double meaning of like I'll be helpless. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's great. You yeah, know, whatever. Um, I think here. Let me see where we're at with time. Let's see what I have here. Um, I, I guess I'll talk about this here. Then we'll go into break. We talked a lot in Six Feet Under on and how it's aged in certain things. Uh huh. Um, you know, like sometimes they had like AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah. And like the way they like they Do don't have cell phones really. Well, the way they say like. Use the internet. I'm trying to think of whatever, like, use the, the search web. engine. Yeah, yeah, like, whatever, like that. Um, VHS. Yeah, that's they're so looking funny. At the, they're looking yeah. at the tape here, and it's just like, you know, they had to be, this is the tail end of VHS, because 
DVDs were. I had a DVD player and DVDs as early as 2001. Yeah. And, you know, that's by the time I had it. How fast technology goes five years later. Like, Dexter wasn't released on VHS. I'm almost positive. That's actually a great find if the like season one was out on vhs yeah. you know um just funny they're using and i guess it's the whole crime scene and, yeah. and whatever but rudy i imagine like rudy would have had a, a dvd player better yeah, yeah a little bit you know better I mean? technology um that's funny wait oh also that's what i meant to say so the timeline here yeah they find these body parts in the morning after that how long does the cell crystallization take well, I'm saying because she's... You're asking the wrong person that. <laughs> Jeez. I, I can't. Like, did that... Oh, I don't know. Exactly. Um... I'm just saying because the body parts are there a few hours later. Yeah. Like, if he met, it's dark and it gets... You know, if, 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 if I'm really trying to hammer... It gets dark by six at that time of the year in South Florida. And he was meeting Monique. You know, whatever. Let's say he ends up killing her nine and that's when deb comes over and but when deb comes over it's not 12 hours before the it's it's less than 12 hours before those body parts are there already okay but when deb comes over yeah he's in the um the whatever and and the body parts are already crystallized yes crystallized yes oh my god so does it take three hours (laughs) well but when did he kill her oh that night how do you know because he carries her there um, that's a good, because he also, they also do the video. He tapes her doing the video and we never, we don't see that. We see the tape. Interesting. All right. So maybe it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Were maybe you trying to find a little bit of a plot hole? No, I don't do oh. that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Trying to nitpick a little bit? No, no. Don't worry, Dexter. I got you back. Don't worry, Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we didn't, we didn't see him doing the, like filming the tape with her. So like, yeah, he carried True. her in there, but, and, and she, he did the tape in the freezer. Right. But we don't know when, you know, so plausible. Break. And now a Christmas carol from our sponsors. Dead dolls with parts of bodies. And we are back with part two of the podcast. Really quick, let's talk about safe and get back into the let's um, the Dexter episode. Uh, if you haven't watched safe earmuffs, well, you know what? We don't have to spoil it. We could just talk about the show, right? Yeah. Um, I guess your thoughts before into mine. I definitely thought it was good. The pilot episode kind of like had me hooked. Like yeah. I was like, "Ooh, this is you know." Um, I think that there are. Qu- I, I think I want to comment because I think we were like, like, oh, what should we watch tonight? And we were going to watch something else. I forget what. And they're like, let's watch safe. Like, oh yeah, good idea. And I think it was like after the first episode, we were like, all right, coffee, snacks, we're gonna go. And yeah, we we're, like, we're like, we are in. Yeah, it was like what two days, three days that we yeah. finished it. Uh, go ahead. Um, so I'm glad we watched it. It was enjoyable for sure. I think that the pilot episode I got really into, um. And I just, I feel it was a little, like, lackluster. Like, it was a little... Um, As the series went on. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I feel like, um, again, the pilot was really, really good. It was a good show, series overall. I just feel like it, like it was almost something, like, overdone, or I've seen it already. Yeah. One of those. Um, I think it was funny because we, um, as most people were talking a lot about Michael C. Hall's accent, and um, I remember you said that 
like an an English um someone you know someone from the UK who has an English accent does American accents better <laughs> than we do than American we do yeah. yeah no well then we do the English accents and um to- oh, no I, I I think no I think you misunderstood me I think people from the UK who come over here yeah. and do the English accent do the English accent better than then we, we as do- Americans do the English accent no I know that's what, yeah that's what I meant I don't know how I said it yeah you said as we do their accent Oh no! Okay. They, what I'm saying is they come o- they come over here, and it sounds like I'm like complaining, but they come over here and they do the English accent better. Like you would never think better they were than from I the do UK. the English accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, I know, and it's funny, but um, Rachel Griffith, um, six feet under. I think she's from Australia. Oh yeah, she's fantastic. She's really good. <laughs> yeah. What about Eleven from Stranger Things? Yeah, yeah. It's All like that you nuts. would never know. Never know. And that's what I'm saying. There's people you listen to accents here from people here from america and sometimes it's like you know yeah i'll go on though i'm sorry i didn't mean to no 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 so that was it um yeah i just thought that was funny i thought it was kind of cool michael c hall i think um typecast himself as dexter you can't watch himself you can't watch michael c hall and not think of dexter it's impossible Mm. like it's kind of what made him like i I thought his acting was really good in it though no 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 (laughs) no no i didn't mean it like that i think i think and as we get later into Dexter, Michael C. Hall is what saves Dexter. Yeah. Like, it gets really bad. And sometimes Michael C. Hall is like the only good thing about Dexter. Yeah. Like, when you look back on this show, it's like you could say anything you want about Dexter. Michael C. Hall, phenomenal. With safe, my, my, two, my, my two points, and then we'll get into the episode. One... His British accent, or whatever, whoever his accent, his English accent, his yeah. London accent, whatever, I'm really bad at whatever they are, wherever they are. It's really funny at first. We looked at each other almost every time he spoke. Yeah. And just like, kind of like the way a dog hears something weird and his head perks up. Like, <laughs> that was me and you every time. No, like, I know, yeah. Huh? Yeah. You get over it real quick. Yeah. By the end of the first episode, it's not even a thing. No. Um, I don't know if he does a good accent or not because I mean I, I know what I can compare it to but like it's you know I, I just I don't know yeah. whatever uh, as far as the show goes I think halfway into it like right around episode four I was kind of like I know where this is headed and the main person every episode there's a new whatever and there's, it's kind of like I I was comparing it to one long drawn out long episode by the end it's the same thing I'll say about Dexter um, safe it's a decent watch. If you need something to binge, it's eight episodes. They're 40 minutes. Thank Super God easy. they were 40 minutes because yeah. I could have not done hour-long episodes. Entertaining. Not the best. Not the worst, which no. is like actually today's day and age. You know how much crap on television there is? You know how much crap Netflix has? Yeah. If Netflix took away... Excuse me. If Netflix took away all non-original content... Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. They still have a huge library. Right. You know how much of that is crap? Yeah. Like, yeah, you hear about Stranger Things, Orange is the New Black, and whatever other great shows they have. You know how many duds they have? No, I know. Just, like, shit shows. Yeah. For safe to be entertaining, I think is a huge uh, compliment. Yeah. In the end, I'll look back. Michael C. Hall is a fantastic actor. Yeah. Like, no matter what he does. Right. Um, something you wanted to say or? No, no. Forward. That was it. Okay. So, uh, we are continuing on with our... This episode is... <laughs> kind of like I said last week and this week and next week classic episode like it is like I think um, 
I think after the se- after the series ended, they released like the top eight episodes f- by Dexter okay. by the show. It was kind of like the serial killer's greatest hits or something. And I forget it's one of these three episodes. It might be two of them are on. That's cool. You know. Um, so we talked about Christmas and Deb goes to lunch with Dexter. Yeah. Because Dex, I'm sorry. Because Rudy at some point. Told her, you know, we need to get away to talk. Which is, first of all, I'm fucking right here. I know how how is how is Deb is not like. Listen, I'm I'm literally sitting next to you. Yeah, and I'm about to go to sleep, or I I have I have I have enough free time that you're allowed to drug me. <laughs> we can't talk now, right? No, I know. <laughs> I mean, I I get I get why Rudy said that, yeah. but like, so annoying. <laughs> it's just it's so it's yeah. Uh, so this prompts Deb. This is such high school shit. Yeah. To it's so funny because we've talked now how immature Deb is with dating, and I feel like her setting Dexter and Rudy up to talk about their relationship is very immature. But when Rudy brings up we need to get away this weekend, and Deb literally says why I'm right here to talk, like that was like the first thing that like she did that wasn't immature. You know what I mean? And it was like just shut down. You know, like he was like, no, but we need to get away. Also, we are not an episode removed from Deborah being mad that Dexter and Rudy spent too much time together. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> and also an episode later, it's like... Now you're setting them up for lunch? Oh, no, look, I have to go. You guys yeah. can talk. You know, it's kind of like, huh? Where, where did all that go? Um, <laughs> so if you remember, because when we watched the episode, when we watched last week, episode 10, Seeing Red, I was like, did you see the headbutt? Yeah. And it's funny, like the headbutt is kind of like what ties everything together, you know. Um, And it's funny; it's such a throwaway comment. The way Dexter's like, "No, you didn't get that this morning. That's already healing up." Yeah. And it is such a throwaway line, like you know, like there's no reason why that would stick with you. Yeah. But when you know what we see happens later, Dexter just it all connects in Dexter's head, you know. Um, And then again, same thing. Little detail here, but the same blood on Batista's shirt sent to the lab for testing um you know and we, we see what happens to the cotton ball later the tape they keep watching of the woman because now they're trying to do like investigation on yeah. the tape this is when they're in the station i imagine people say it a lot with my job where oh my god your job must be so sad funeral director always dealing with families dying whatever and not to get too much into it i always say the same thing i don't know these people yeah and it's my job to make sure this funeral goes right so I'm, i don't i'm not holding on to their pain I always say this with cops sometimes. Like, remember we were watching the episode and you like did the, you turn away. Oh yeah. They they have to watch it for evidence. Yeah. So they have to, not only can they not close, like, you know, uh, blind their eyes, they actually have to look closer. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, in details when he, I'm, you know, all those little details. That must be awful. Really? Yeah. (laughs) You know, really, really awful. Um, Deb catches up with Dexter to kind of talk about what him and Rudy talked about. So we come to find out that Rudy's going to propose. Yeah, with the hooker's ring. With the hooker's <laughs> ring. It's funny. I have this down in my notes, and then it's like, God, it's actually the perfect three people to be involved. Because There's three adults here, and not one of them thinks this is totally absurd for Rudy to be proposing. After... But it's the perfect three adults where Deb, you know, just a total... 
<laughs> whatever you want to say about Deb, Dexter like wouldn't care either way. I know. And Rudy's the one doing it. Yeah. But like, just what a perfect amount of three people That's to have funny. for this ridiculous yeah. proposal to yeah. happen. You know? I mean, how long could they have been together? They just said, I love you. Oh, yeah. That was, that, that, yeah. I, it's literally the next thing I have in my notes. Yeah. They just told each other they, 24 hours ago? Yeah. 36, yeah. 48 hours ago? Yeah. I love you. But also, in my opinion, this was all caught off guard and a very like a short last minute plan because he found the ring and was just like oh i guess I'll, like i could do that like it's not like I he had this plan yeah well I, the plan got sped up because of batista right but also if he never had that hooker's ring oh he would have gotten a ring i mean but I, see in my head i don't think that he had that planned i think he saw the ring and was like huh that would be like easy oh yeah i don't think he had any of that even- planned Maybe just to go away and spend the yacht on the weekend, and then once he saw the ring, he'll propose. Right, maybe, but but thing. but again, I still don't think that 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 whole proposal thing was anything that he had planned mm-hmm. until he killed Monique and had right. found the ring, true, and that's true. where I think all of that just possibly, you know. But I okay okay I see what you mean. Interesting. Uh, talk about an episode aging. Dexter goes to the library <laughs> to figure out, uh, you know, research on, on this 103, and we find out what 103 means. Uh, I'm going to leave the floor open to you because we find out Dexter's mother, Laura Moser, mm-hmm. was. What do you find out? Because I forget. I don't want to say something that we don't know yet. I guess what, what we come to find out about Dexter, he finally he does put together all the little kids screaming, whatever, and then when he goes to Camilla. So I guess your thoughts on this, and what do you know? <laughs> so um, his mother yeah. was a criminal okay, and owed a drug dealer money. Gotcha. Right? Okay. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm like letting you go because I don't want to say something because I know, like, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. So um, so if I understood it correctly or remember correctly, um, yeah, his mom was a criminal, I guess. I don't know if she was a drug dealer herself. And sure. She, and she owed this other person money and what happened to her she was murdered by a chainsaw in a shipping container i didn't know it was a shipping container fuck see that i was trying to avoid that the entire time it looked like he was in a hotel room uh i think it's a shipping container i don't know if that's a spoiler if that's not spoiling why is it in a hotel room though because rudy recreated the hotel room scene we'll get there and it looks like it's a hotel room we'll get there it, it, it's a shipping do you want container. to spoil something else for me no you know what we'll 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 look at it i'm pretty okay. sure it says shipping container okay. i don't think i spoiled it for you i think you weren't paying attention that could be. <laughs> All right. So your thoughts here, like this is what Rudy's been trying to show Dexter this entire time. So you think that Rudy's been trying to show Dexter that his parents or his mother was a criminal? Um, I can't answer that. <laughs> I don't. I, 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 I'm letting you. I'm giving you the floor here on like okay. what you thought about all of this. Well, um, we have the scene on now. I'm pretty sure it says shipping container. Okay, we'll, we'll find out. Um, here. so I, um, I guess I was a little surprised to see that, um. That his mother was involved, you know, was um, a criminal. A criminal or yeah, she you was, know, right? um, I could see why Harry and Camilla wanted to kind of keep that from him. No uh-huh. one wants to, you know, imagine that your parents were something that, you know, right? Um, especially him working for law enforcement and Harry working for law enforcement. You know, kind of taught from yeah, oh yeah, shipping, shipping yard. yard. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't think like so much of it. I'm just saying it's a huge answer to what we've been found out these past few episodes and the the 103 yeah which i thought is now if you find out it's pretty hokey yeah like 103 how the yeah. hell would, no i know um 
and that we find out his mother, how she was murdered. Um, And then you kind of find out like this kind of like maybe why Dexter has this addiction or affection or whatever. With blood? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, But yeah, if you have nothing, we could could move it on. So during the week, we got an awesome email from our friend Zach. Runs the uh, Twitter account Dex... Let me say it the right way while I'm here. Anyway, he gave us... He's the one who gave us the timeline of Deb's birthday. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. He gave us the Deb's birthday thing. And then he let us know... He he sent us this amazing timeline of every single character in the Dexter universe. If anyone wants a copy of that, let me know. I have to ask Zach for his permission if he wants me to send that out. But it's incredibly detailed if you're a big fan of, of the show. And we've been asking people to send us something of of when something doesn't make sense you know transformers roll out roll out he sent us something incredibly uh, if you want to follow him on twitter he's at dex underscore slice of life all one word if you want to follow him um he sent us something amazing that when, when we're stuck on a topic and we're maybe not meant to ask more questions uh, what we could say instead of roll out, we could say follow the code, <laughs> and I, and I loved think, it. I love it. Yeah. It's really funny, right? So good. It's like, and we're gonna we're gonna start getting there. Um, <laughs> uh, so we come to find out that Camilla and Harry destroyed yeah this file yeah and whatever right after the adoption went through. Right. I'm sure this case. It was in the papers, right? Yeah. I'm sure it had legal ramifications. Right. And we will come to find out in later seasons that this event, like, it spurns other events that happen in this show. Okay. Like, this is, it's not going to be, this is not going to be the last time we hear about this event. Okay. And then Camilla just destroyed that file. Follow the code. Yeah, literally, <laughs> you just need to follow the code, babe. It'll all it'll all work out. But her destroying the file, that's that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. If there is no evidence, uh, nothing left on this, no, like that, you cannot do that. That just doesn't happen. Right. When it has so many legal ramifications with adopting Dexter. Right. And you know, and we'll you, like we'll talk about this in a few seasons, but. But I there guess- are there are people in there who are I, I this is not a spoiler because you're it doesn't matter who there are people still alive in that shipping container okay years down the line in the Dexter universe okay so you know if Dexter's not looking for the file other people are going to start looking for the file right if you got nothing to say I'm just gonna follow the code. I mean, I think that I could just see emotion. I mean, I mean, yeah, like I, I'm with you a thousand percent, but just trying to see the other side of it, I guess just um, having emotions involved, you know, and yeah. trying to protect, again, Dexter and Harry, you know, yeah. especially if you work in law enforcement. Right. Um, I feel like maybe you do feel like a little bit more entitled on the laws. I'm not saying the reasoning behind it. What I'm saying is that just doesn't happen. Right. <laughs> it can't happen like that. Right. It can't be like, we're going to save little Dexter. We're going to, you know, risk our entire careers and our pensions. No, I know. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about Batista because he has gotten the shit shoveled on him this season. Ugh. From Love him too. <laughs> I mean... He pretends to everyone that him and Nina are married. 
so comes sad. to find out he's not. Ugh. Neil Diamond tickets. I forgot whatever happens for that with that. She wouldn't go with him. Oh, she wouldn't go. Yeah. No. So, he so then he was just those. walking around carrying right. these Neil Diamond tickets. <laughs> Can't believe she wouldn't go with me. Um, you know, he tells the truth about Dokes. Yep. And that ends up. Yep. Right back in his yeah, face. Yeah, this was not his. Not his. Stabbed year. in the back. Literally. Literally. <laughs> Cannot get his wife back. Yeah. <laughs> um. Honestly, though, I think that Nina. Um. While I was disappointed. I think that Nina at least handled it well. Yeah, yeah. Like as of just like you're you're my family. You're always gonna be my family. I will always be there for you. Right. But like we were miserable. You did what you did to me because you were miserable. Like, right, right, like right. You for you're forgetting. <laughs> you know you did you you were miserable. And let me tell you something. Batista got stabbed. Let's say it's five days later for okay. the benefit of the doubt of the show. There is no way in hell with the blood he lost and the surgery he just had is he allowed to eat two double meat cheeseburgers should we just go back to following the code i'm following the code are you that's what i'm saying i'm gonna follow the code because god damn <laughs> let me say something really quick the god and i'm not gonna have it here god um the director or the writer of this episode okay was one of the writers or, or directors of buffy the vampire slayer the show and one of the if i have this correct the ep- other episode he had done was an uh Buffy episode and the name of the episode is called Double Meat Palace and it's like a fast food place that everyone works at um, so I think it's so needless meat. to say this guy is a big fan of the double meat <laughs> okay. is that is that where we're getting at I wonder if that's episode or not um, I know there's a tie in there I, that while doing my research for this episode so yes he loves the double meat but wow. no way is Batista doesn't even care about that extra charge doesn't <laughs> uh, we find out LaGuardia gets demoted ouch I love this scene because Matthews barges into her office. She's like, oh, sure. Come on in. And like, he's there to fucking ruin you. <laughs> he he just looks like a villain. Yeah. Like, uh, he I mean, just he looks, has that look. He looks like a, uh, um, a, yeah, a wrinkled old white. Yeah. Not a cop. A, no. A, an Political upper, yeah, figure yeah, 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 almost, yeah. you know? And you know, it's funny. He's in Boardwalk Empire as... Like another, like a political yeah. figure. I forget what exactly he is, but um, he's a snake in that show too. You know, with the Guerta, I, I totally get that she's not the most likable character. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I genuinely really do like her, mm-hmm. and I think that, um, and I don't even know why. Like, I think that she treats Deb really shitty, and right. I think that if I worked for her, I probably definitely would not like her. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, I really like her in the show, and I like her character, and I I sympathized a lot for her, um, during this whole um right. scene right. that they had, um. To, to talk about Lagretta just a little bit, like she fought and lost, right? Like she was gonna, she was kind of going blow to blow with Matthews. Yeah, about you know totally. about the Neil Perry, the totally. killer, Stanley Tucci, and all that. And then in the end, like he's like, nope, I'm gonna pull like the biggest, the biggest card out. And the worst part about all of that is that in terms of them, you know, fighting per se, she, um, everything she said was true, and it, he was just like, nope, because he could. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like nothing that she said was like a lab, like elaborated also, or fabricated. That's kind of what she did to Deb. You know totally. what I mean? Totally. Like yeah. you know, uh, yeah. so it's just one rat chasing the other rat, and yeah. you know this and that. Um, Dexter goes to inspect Batista's head. Batista says the line. Hopefully, I gave him a fat lip. Yeah. And this is like kind of like where everything starts, right? Um, I the camera work 
did you notice at all the camera work from here on out like all of like the up close shots of like and like the weird angles yeah and like the constant like it's all oh, the cameras when it's with and when it involves dexter it's like dizzy yes yeah and that's dexter's world right now yeah. and i love that yeah. um imagery imagery huh? that effect or whatever yeah what they're using to to express to us because they let these, these last like 20 minutes of the episode do feel frantic like you know there's for sure like all like there's just so much going on yeah and, and, you know we're we're 11 episodes and we're like tying the shoe mm-hmm. like you know if each episode is like a string in the shoe like now we're pulling it all together and yeah. we still don't know like what's going on but because imagine how dexter feels like wait why <laughs> yeah like and i think he's too frantic he just right. he can connect everything you know and also like deb kind of being his only family like yeah he probably considers like rita family but like deb is like it you know and now he's having all of this stuff with his pair like with his mom and and then it's like to have yeah you know that's really interesting observation for next episode Ooh. yeah yeah also something i thought that was cool but um it was obviously very dexter and very hairy that dexter doesn't even like like after batista makes the fat lip comment dexter doesn't call deb and say like hey do you know by any chance why Rudy?" like dexter literally goes off of like every single checklist checkpoint that he can to totally without a doubt make the connection between rudy and being an ice truck killer like like without letting deb know without letting deb know and without like yeah awareness like without like without yeah like without just saying like hey I thought that this was, you know, wasn't it? I saw that Rudy yeah. had a fat lip. Why? Yeah. You know, like he literally, and like just same thing with Harry said, like you have to make sure without a doubt, 100%. That right, right, like, right. You know? So I thought that that was kind of cool because it's dealing with his family, yeah, you know? Yeah. And he still doesn't just like, you know, I mean, him and Deb bounced back a lot of ideas with work. Yeah. And it's like he kind of kept this one and did his own research to see, yeah. you know? Uh I even have my notes like the camera work starts to make me nervous <laughs> watching this episode. Yeah. And I'm not nervous for what happens, but you know, you watch something, you know, it's like they say with the Blair Witch Project and I believe Cloverfield, like people were, had complaints at the movies and people were like, I don't know how true it is, but you know, you ever, if you ever watch, you know what kind of movies I'm talking about? The yeah. found footage where it's yeah. so shaky yeah. whatever. Like that's not what goes on here. This is professional camera work, but it's, it's made to very frantic, very right. like on edge, you know? Um, and again, we want to talk about Dexter's not feelings. The frantic craziness that goes on here, like yeah, for sure, <laughs> you have feelings. Yeah, guy. Rudy calls Deb, and I absolutely love how demeaning Rudy is because when he, he's like, "Hey, super cop," I know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he is fucking taunting. I know, her, you know, um, it's like disrespectful, definitely. <laughs> you know, and she's just eating it up. Yeah, uh, um, you know, they kind of figure out that the ice truck killer wasn't hunting escorts or prostitutes to kill like he wasn't going out he was legit having them come to him yeah and that's exactly what he does to deb oh i didn't even think about that like, you know right, he like though. totally yeah. gets her to come yep. to and she does i guess he could have gone there to pick her up and take her out for lunch or right. whatever but same thing he like has her i mean he literally has her eating out of his yeah not literally he has her eating out of his hand yeah figuratively yeah you know definitely um deb i'm sorry dexter knowing that deb is safe at the station and you know, before the phone call, finds a cotton ball to match the the, um, the blood with. Uh, same thing here. Like I love how these two timelines are like amping up between yeah. like Deb and Rudy and Dexter doing his own thing. And the score here is also what's great because it's just like it's like detective e music, 
like you know like sounds uh-huh. and little by little it keeps amping up you know um at so we see rudy finally talks deb into coming you know to the boat and he proposes yeah <laughs> again the same way super cop and all that just so disrespectful that it's the ring from a hooker he killed and also when she was like oh and again i know that he wasn't actually proposing to propose yeah but the fact that she was like oh you're gonna kill me i have to turn around and leave it took me so long to get here the traffic and he was just like okay well in that case like (laughs) what like if you were like and 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 like okay why would anyone think like if they were being proposed to like that came out of note. Like, of course it did. Like, that's, you know. But at the same time, like, you don't think that that's a little weird that, like, he right. couldn't have just waited and right. for, like, a better time yeah. where maybe you guys had more time no, together? I mean, all, I mean, it's kind of like Dexter says, like, I was so blinded by everything else. Yeah. And now he has my full attention. Yeah. And it's kind of like, why would Deb think anything? And like, also his persistence on the glass of champagne. Yeah. Now, why would Deb think any, you know, anything else about it? But if you, and I have absolutely no reason in my life not to trust you. If you were that persistent on me to drink a glass, of, I'd be like, what is up with this champagne? What <laughs> right. are you? Yeah, yeah, like, right. it was just like, well, you need to. Come on, drink the champagne. Why aren't yeah, you drinking yeah, the champagne? Yeah. You know, like it was like, yeah. oh my God. Like, but yeah, why would she question it? You know, I have here in my notes. I wonder if there's room at all to ask the question. Doesn't his persistence raise persistence raise any awareness on her like it went from zero to a hundred real quick and i could see if he was acting funny before the proposal right and then you could say like he was we need to go talk well yeah yeah yeah. but 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 you could say like maybe like him being a little persistent or whatever you know like i've had friends of mine that'll say like before their um fiancés or whatever proposed they would be like don't you want to get your nails done (laughs) <laughs> and then yeah, and then yeah. like their friends would be like no what are you talking no get your nails done and they yeah. and they they never they didn't think anything of it but they thought that that was really weird then after the work you know after the fact sense. it made sense but it's like the whole persistence on the champagne and all that that was after the proposal so now it's like this should be like the relaxed celebrating just like so happy in love she, and, not, and to be fair she does say like can can you slow down i want to like savor this i want to like whatever definitely but he's like no, no i need you down here whatever and it's just kind of like the same thing he got those hookers to come to him yeah and like what better way to to kidnap no, that sure. to have her come down into your yacht at the bottom <laughs> like you know insane what I mean? yeah um deb and rudy toast to celebrate the new engagement and the way rudy just plays with deb here and if you remember that little hanging fruit detail from i forget it's episode five or six the menthol wrapper yes now i'll let you either answer it or we're just going to follow the code Rudy says, I don't really make mistakes, but when I do, it kills me. Yeah. How did he know? How did he know what? Remember, she never told him about the partial print. How would he know? Oh, because wasn't Tony Tucci talking about it in the hospital and he was at the hospital with Tony Tucci? Oh, great point. See? That's what I'm here for. We're not going to follow the code. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) Great point, because I thought that was a total plot hole. I was like, there's no way he could have known about the mental That's when we found out about it. Right, right. In the hospital with Tony Tucci. Great point. Great point. Never even put again. Learning so much stuff. Look at this. I'm the first. Who's the first time watcher here? Me or you? I think it might be you. <laughs> actually, Rudy told Deb a real cop would have figured it out. Toying with Deb. So here. messed up. Again, though, and let me just talk about it here. How the industrial freezer he has 
in his apartment. And the only explanation for that, Deb was never in his kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And never peaked, you know. Also, um, so this is the first episode that we actually see Rudy killing people. Like because we've we never don't see it yet. I don't think we ever see it. Well, we well okay. So we chokes saw, him out. Yeah, we saw him. Yeah, choke choke someone out. That's enough. To, well, yeah. no, he doesn't I, kill. Okay, but so I guess this is the first episode that we've seen Rudy be aggressive. Sure, we could say that. First off, his like form or technique or whatever you want to call it, like so creepy because like he starts like lovingly holding people, <laughs> yeah, 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 and then goes into this crazy chokehold. And sure, with sure. the the hooker, he um was like explaining everything, like I'm gonna be cutting Pushing off your whatever, yeah. So that. then um so then again like with Deb, it's like when I saw him like holding her, I was like no, no, you know, like yeah. in my head I was like freaking out. Um and you know we I think we talked last episode how Rudy is definitely scary and creepy, but without seeing him aggressive, it kind of like leaves for a little yeah. mystery like, like no he can't well oh, but okay. then seeing this different side of him like just like really just yeah. like ties it all together like you know um yeah our our episode ends with dexter pacing in the hallway and masuka comes over to him this is something i never put all of this together in my head it was just like dexter's gonna find out what's going on and i never realized and you know what's funny? It's like uh, in my head, I can't that. Oh, okay. So that's how he. That's how he connects. That it's the amputee to Rudy to all of it. Like no one else knows it's Rudy yet. No. But the fact that, yeah, that it put you know, Batista went to go talk to Rudy about an amputee because he is leading up on a on a lead, and that's everything. That's you know that's the knot for Dexter, yeah. and if he's tying you know everything together. Um, and well, you know when he, and then he finds out like that the mat the blood is the match and that's where that camera like zooms in yeah. on him and just all there's definitely like uh, I don't know if you know what steady cam is but like you could t- I could see them in my head filming it because they're just when Masuka is telling him we're we're gonna have it on in just a little bit Masuka is telling him that the blood uh, about the amputee the fucking camera is like shaking wow and it's just like you know it's yeah. in Dexter yeah. Dexter right there is like. Please don't talk to me. I have something huge going on. Yeah, and you know, and finally, Masuka says like it's because our woman's an amputee. And he's like, <gasps> you know, yeah. Um, it's just like, wait, what did you say? <laughs> like, I yeah, just didn't yeah. want you to talk to me. But wait, what did you just say? Um, you know, this is where I wish I could rewatch this with a blank slate. The tension and the craziness of it, all, like we're talking, you yeah. know. Um, little de- little Debbie Downey here. I think they only reached this, and in- you know, I'm not going to say it. Don't say it. Okay. Uh, and then again, you know, we kind of get like this shining light on Dexter as he goes outside. Um, and like, I think I think we're going to have this scene on here. Even when he calls Deb, you can just see that the camera work. Yeah, he's like pacing, you know. Yeah. Um, and again, how creepy of a final scene we have where Rudy is driving out to sea with Deb and Dexter is calling you know, the way he just kind of tosses the phone. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the way Dexter, you have to imagine the way Dexter takes his victims out to sea. Mm-hmm. The same way. Rudy does. Kind of like Rudy's yeah. doing, you know. Um, I know I said to you um, after we watched the episode together. Look, I, ha- I have, I just have the scene on where he, he's <laughs> like talking Masuka. to him. Yeah. <laughs> Masuka. Like, Come on, man. You know, he's like, listen to me. He's like a little me. dog. Yeah. He's like a little dog. But um, like, see, you see the like. Oh my god, it's gonna be so annoying listening to this episode. How much we're talking about the camera work, but it's like it's yeah. shaky, it's tense. You know, 
Go ahead. What were you going to say? Um, after we finished this episode, I think I just remember looking at you and just being like, how are they going to find Deb? Like, I just yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. how. Like, okay, so it's great now that Dexter's connecting the pieces and connecting the puzzle. But, like, how are they going to find Deb? How are they going to find this random boat? There's no cell phone now. Right, you know, right. I'm like, I'm like at a loss, you know? Obviously, I'll, eager to watch the finale, I was going to ask but, for a prediction, but I guess you, you kind of don't know. Yeah. I, I'm... Uh, I feel like I'm at a loss and the same way that I was like emotionally invested in Deb and that's why I could not see that Rudy was ice truck killer because I was just rooting for Deb. Yeah. I'm just so nervous about the whole thing that I feel like it's like it could be right in front of my face and I don't even know. We'll play that back for you. Ah! <laughs> there's there's we're going to get a lot of revelations next week. Yeah. Uh, some from the podcast and some obviously on the show. That kind of wraps up our episode. I was going to ask you for a prediction, but I mean, I kind of already did. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts or whatnot before we close out? My, I have two thoughts. Okay. One. What are you looking up? <laughs> what are you looking up? <laughs> One, um, he, Rudy could have brushed his hair for the, for the proposal. <laughs> uh-huh. And and okay. and two, it was so sad how happy Deb was. Oh my god, yeah. And he says this well, while he's choking around, he's like, "You were so desperate." I know, so desperate to be in love, or so desperate to whatever. Yeah. yeah. But literally, as he's putting the ring on her finger, she's like jumping up and down. I know, I know. And it's just like, oh, Point are Deb. you? Kidding? And then it's also like, so now how is her dating life going to be? <laughs> like, great, you know? Right, like, right, what's right. next season going to bring her? Like, poor freaking Deb. Ugh. But yeah, that those are my only things. <laughs> Um, next week, our episode will come out on Wednesday. Monday's Memorial Day. We ha- we're going to have a special guest with our season, season one finale. Um, and that'll be fun, just having someone else in on it. Um, special guest. And again, our episode's coming out Wednesday. With that being said, I think we could close out this week. Bye.